everyone, welcome back to another episode of Brooks Books. Today, I'll be reviewing Keep It Together, Keiko Carter by Debbie Michigo Florence, and the featured author is Sharon Drapper. This book is totally amazing. Once I picked it up, I couldn't put it down. We had stopped at the library before going to a bike shop for my dad, and I read it on the way there, and I just sat in the bike shop and read it. Since it was dark on the way home, I couldn't read, but I finished it using the light of the McDonald's drive through It was so good that I contemplated reading it again. Since I have no emails or comments this episode, time for the summary. Friend Troubles. We've all had them, but Keiko Carter's are the worst. Her and her two best friends, Jenna and Audrey, are as thick as thieves. But when Audrey decides that this year they're getting boyfriends, they are going to 7th grade after all. War breaks out between Jenna and Audrey and Keiko's caught in the middle. Keiko doesn't want to take sides, but she's mostly finding herself on Jenna's side. After a big series of events, Keiko realizes bad things about Audrey that she never noticed before. Can Keiko keep it all together? Debbie Michigo Florence is definitely one of my favorite authors now. Even though she's an adult, she managed to express how a teenager would actually feel in the situation, and that's impressive. Miss Florence has also written a sequel called Just Be Cool, Jenna Sakai about Keiko's friend Jenna, which I immediately read once I got my hands on it. She's also written This Is How I Roll, Sweet and Sour, the Jasmine Taguchi series, the My Furry Foster Family series, and the Dorothy and Toto series. Most of her books are for young kids, except This Is How I Roll, released on January 3rd, 2023, and Sweet and Sour, which I just started reading. Time for the first chapter. Some people think that all chocolate is the same, but they're wrong. Chocolate can be buttery or bittersweet, crumbly or creamy. Some chocolates have undertones of cherry or coffee or vanilla. My friendship with my best friends was like the best high-quality chocolate. Sweet and smooth, or at least it had been. Right now, I wasn't sure, and I just wanted things to get back to normal. I had a plan all mapped out. Get the three of us together, someplace we all liked. Talk about all the good things that happened over the summer. Laugh like best friends, tease each other like best friends, then get us excited about the start of seventh grade. Audrey, come on! I rapped on the metal frame of my best friend's front screen door. I knew if I went into their house, it'd be even harder to get her to leave with, with me. I popped a couple of M&Ms in my mouth. I felt my shoulders relax as I crunched into the candy shells, and the earthy sweetness melted on my tongue. Minutes later, I heard footsteps. I shifted out of the way as Audrey pushed the door open and finally came outside. What's the rush, Keiko? Audrey smoothed her hands over her white shirt, then patted the, the back pocket of her pink shorts to check for her phone. Aren't you excited to see Jenna? I asked. Jenna Sakai was our other best friend. Her parents had gotten divorced last year, and her dad had moved to Texas, so for the first time in three years, Jenna had spent the summer away from us. Audrey's hair, the color of milk chocolate, fell in soft waves over her shoulders. She had stopped wearing it in a ponytail just last month. 
She completely ignored us all summer, Audrey said. Not completely, I said. The three of us had all started out with good intentions, messaging back and forth, but it got hard keeping up. Partly because I felt bad telling Jenna every little thing we were doing without her. She'd probably spent the summer sitting around her dad's apartment alone while he was at work. She stopped texting us, Audrey said, swiping on lip gloss instead of the lip balm she had been using over the summer. Her lips looked shiny and smelled like strawberries. We kind of stopped texting her too. Audrey waved her hand. Jenna stopped first. Audrey, I said, don't be mad. What I really wanted to say was don't ruin our reunion. I walked down the steps first, hoping to get Audrey moving. Over the summer, we decided that riding our bikes was childish. We were going to be turning 13, Audrey in November and me in February. After two weeks of being stuck at home, we begged our parents to let us take the bus. They agreed, but only to and from the courtyard, the fancy outdoor shopping center during the day, and with advance permission. That first ride was special. Audrey documented every part of our trip, from waiting at the bus stop to sitting together on the hard bus seats and she snapped a selfie in front of every store we visited. Then she printed up the photos and made me a collage of our day. I had it hanging on my bedroom wall. Now the bus would be coming in 15 minutes, and I was worried she was trying to miss it on purpose. At first, it was weird not having Jenna around. We'd always done things as a threesome, riding our bikes around the neighborhood, going to the park for ice cream, playing board games at my house, and watching movies at Audrey's. The first few weeks of the summer, Audrey and I had texted Jenna to try to include her. Audrey even blew up a photo of Jenna's face and put it on a stick, and we took selfies with it. Wherever we went, like Jenna was still with us. That was so like Audrey to come up with a sweet and clever way to make Jenna feel included. But Jenna's responses were always short, and by July, she'd take a while before answering us. Then in August, she stopped texting us altogether. Audrey had stopped by then, too. She said Jenna was selfish and didn't care about us. But I didn't believe it for a second. Jenna had never really been into constant texting, even before summer, and she had zero interest in social media. She was just really different from Audrey. Audrey was Hershey Kisses, and Jenna was more like a small batch dark dark chocolate bar. Oh, great, Audrey said under her breath as she followed me down the porch steps. Before I could even ask her what she meant, I heard the worst sounds ever. Yo, it's the Pancake Twins, Connor Lasseter, Audrey's brother, shouted as he and his idiot friends, Doug Nolan and Teddy Chen, walked up the block. They were a year older than us, but acted like they were five. I crossed my arms over my chest, something I did a lot these days. Audrey sped past me, and I hurried after her, going the long way to the bus stop. There was no way we wanted to go by the boys on purpose. God, they're such brats, Audrey said. I can't believe we're going to have to see them at school. Seventh grade started in just two days, at Pacific Vista Middle. The sixth graders had a separate building and a lunch period, so we never had to run into Connor and the morons last year. But now we'd share both. The campus is pretty big, I said. The chances of bumping into Connor are slim, especially if we figure out where he hangs and then avoid him. I dropped my arms from my chest, needing to swing them instead to keep up with Audrey. At least now we wouldn't miss the bus. My knees started to ache from stomping on the sidewalk like it was Connor's face. You'd think 8th grade boys would be more mature. Last year, Doug came up with a nickname, the Great Wall of China, for Audrey, Jenna, and me. It was super weak, especially since none of us are Chinese. Jenna's Japanese-American, I'm half-Japanese-American, and Audrey is a mix of English, Irish, and French. 
When we got on the bus, Audrey kept busy on her phone texting with her cousin Sylvia, who lived in San Francisco and was in high school. These days, Sylvia seemed to be an expert on anything from fashion to romance. Three stops later, Audrey and I stepped off the bus at the courtyard. We loved coming here to shop and walk around because all the stores were outside, between palm trees and flowering plants, fountains, and brick walkways. The only real tragedy was that there were no chocolate shops. Audrey and I headed to our usual meeting spot by Heart and Seoul, the Korean BBQ food truck. She kept texting while we walked. Ever since she got on her own cell phone at the start of sixth grade, she was constantly on her phone, messaging other people and checking celebrity sites. It had been annoying at first, since I had to wait to, to get a phone till my own birthday months later, but now I was used to it. I stretched my neck to see around the back-to-school shopping families and teenagers crowding the walkway, dodging shopping bags and ginormous purses. There she is, I said, nudging Audrey. Jenna stood next to a metal bench by the food truck with her shoulder-length hair now in electric blue, not with the black with pink streak she had in June. The rest of her looked the same, though, faded jeans and an angry little Asian girl t-shirt. When we reached Jenna, I was so excited. I lunged at her. I caught myself, though, because Jenna wasn't big on emotional displays. One hug, she said. Then she surprised me by wrapping her arms around Audrey and me and squeezing. It was over before I could blink, but it was a good sign. One of my favorite things about Keiko Carter is her love for chocolate and how she compares stuff to chocolate sometimes. You can also see Audrey's personality and some of the things that Keiko didn't realize, which made me want to yell at Keiko throughout the book for not realizing how rude Audrey was being. Time for the cautions. There is nothing inappropriate in Keep It Together Keiko Carter. Besides some puberty references, and the theme of the book is all drama, so if you don't really like that kind of stuff, this might not be the book for you. I recommend this book for ages 10 and up because of content. Time for the featured author, Sharon Drapper! Sharon Drapper is the author of Out of My Mind and the sequel Out of My Heart. She's also the author of Blended, Stella by Starlight, and several YA books. She lives in Cincinnati, Ohio with her husband, Larry Drapper, and her four kids. She also has a golden retriever named Honey. Time for some fun facts. She has won the title of National Teacher of the Year and many teacher awards as a high school English teacher. Her favorite ice cream is vanilla and hates chocolate because she's allergic. She also drinks a gallon of water a day. Well, that's all for this episode. Stay tuned next week for my next episode. Make sure to email me at brooksbooks13 at gmail.com for book recommendations or if you want a shout out. Keep reading. Bye!